on 59. I am your host, Blockchain John, and this is my uh, pretty much my semi to last episode. Tomorrow, no, it was it was uh, in a couple of days will be my last episode. 560 will be my last episode uh, for an extended period of time. Uh, I'm just gonna just disconnect and uh, find myself again. You know, it's good to just unplug. I've been overwhelmed with. Uh, with obviously work and all this computer stuff that I've been doing, uh, it's a l- I have a lot of hobbies, and so now I just want to relax, unplug, and you know get back into it at a, li- at a later time. But for the time being, I'm here. I want to give you guys at least two more episodes. So with that said, let's get started with this episode 559. What day is it? It is October 16th, 2023. It's almost Halloween. All right. And a couple of days after Friday the 13th, hopefully, hopefully you guys had some fun out there. Um, yeah. All right. So we got a couple of uh, articles here, four articles and four honorable mentions that we're going to read. Uh, the first one's going to be this week on crypto Twitter, war, the FTX trials and a, a new tether chief. And the second article is compute anything on Bitcoin. What you need to know about bit VM. And I did read the white paper on that. If you guys want to check that out, uh, it's available at bitvm.org slash bitvm.pdf. All right, next article I'm going to read is Trezor launches new hardware wallets, metal seed backup for crypto beginners. Oh, nice. Very nice. And the fourth article we're going to read is Venezuela offers unique crypto utility amid hyperinflation report. That's a report. Okay, cool. All right, and the two audible mentions, as always, and I really like doing this, right? Audible mentions are pretty cool, right? This one is, uh, let's see, Taylor Swift. This is, uh, you can buy Taylor Swift movie tickets with Bitcoin, Dogecoin, and Shiba. And our last article is MetaMask Crypto Wallet briefly pulled from Apple Store. Hmm. Interesting. All right, with that said, let's head on over to the coin tree. All right, coin. TR dot double E forward slash C number three media. Uh, if you guys want to uh, hit that subscribe button, I would appreciate that, or that like button, or the follow button. Or if you like comments, I love comments, especially positive comments. Those are the best. But if you would like to take it to the next level and help support C3 Media via crypto, you can with Cointree. You can donate uh, uh, via several crypto coins. Actually, I just I was I just recently had an issue with Cointree. I don't know if it's busted on the back end, but uh, yeah, there's something going on with Cointree because I was trying to add a new, uh, new addresses. But uh, when I deleted Bitcoin and tried to uh, add a new one, oops, there it is. Yeah, the new address. See, it, it's stuck. It's just spinning. And I've been doing this for days, and I've been trying to refresh, clean, clean stuff out, and uh, it sucks. Anyways, uh, th- there's other coins that work. Um, but yeah, if there's an alternative, you guys know of an uh, alternative to Cointree, please let me know, and I'll use that instead. Instead of individually attaching, uh, you know, coins one at a time, right? Or um, in the description. All right. Anyways, yeah. So you guys can donate via crypto coins, Bitcoin li- Lightning, or listen to the podcast on pretty much any s- uh, any platform that's out there. But the one I'm going to highly recommend is Fountain.fm because you can earn crypto or Bitcoin, actually specifically Bitcoin, for listening to the podcast passive passively. All right. Follow us on Noster. It's like a decentralized version of Twitter. Same thing with Odyssey. It is a decentralized version of YouTube, and I'm looking for the decentralized Twitch. And I think that's um. Oh my goodness, what is it called? I forgot. Oh, da, 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 da. 
I'm like, what am I playing? I forgot. There is one out there. There is one out there, but I am not using it. Um, yeah, I forgot why I didn't set that up. Yeah, anyways, yeah, follow, follow me on Discord for sure because I'm on Discord for pretty much every single day. So if you want to chat with me, hit me up on Discord. All right, let's head on over to the markets. And we have, we got let's refresh. How about that? Let's refresh. Reload. All right. So currently, the market cap is at $1.13 trillion, up by 3.2% in the past 24 hours. And Bitcoin dominance is at 49%, while Ethereum is at 16.9%, and gas is currently at 7 GUE. And yes. All right, so our top 10 is Bitcoin at $28,436, up by 3% in the past 7 days, with a market cap of $554 billion. While Ethereum sits at number two at $1,597, and it is up by 1.1% in the past seven days with a market cap of $191 billion. Number three, we have Tether's stablecoin at $0.99, cents down by 0.1% in the past seven days, and it has an $83 billion market cap. And BNB at number four with $214 currently, price point. And it is up by 4.4% in the past seven days with a market cap of $32 billion. Number five, we have XRP at $0.49, cents, and it is down 1.9% in the past seven days with a market cap of $26 billion. And number six, we have USDC, or yes, USDC, uh, another stablecoin at $0.99, cents, and it has no gain, no loss in the past seven days with a market cap of $25 billion. And number seven, we have Lido Staked Ether at $1,597, and it is up by 1.2% in the past seven days at a market cap of $14 billion. Number eight, we have Solana at $23, and it is up by 8.4% in the past seven days, and with a market cap of nine, pretty much $10 billion. Cardano is ha at 25 cents with a 0.1% loss and it has an $8 billion market cap. And number 10, for our last top 10, we have Dogecoin at 6 cents with a 2.2% gain in the past 7 days and an $8 billion market cap. Alright, Cryptonauts, that there is our top 10 coins of the day. So let's head on over to the news. First news is written by Tim Huckey. Alright, before we get started with the news, let's get some water. Tim Huckey. Alright, this week on Crypto Twitter, war, the FTX trial, and a new tether chief. News of war and persistent inflation brought crypto prices down this week as some investors dumped their riskier assets to hedge themselves against political and economic uncertainty. Last Saturday, a, the Palestinian mil militant group Hamas, widely recognized as a terrorist organization, infiltrated the Israeli border and began taking hostages and attacking military and civilian targets. Israel responded with heavy airstrikes across Gaza, the locus of Hamas's control the human cost already numbers in the thousands. DeFi enthusiast Yogi warned Binance that Hamas was using its network to collect donations. And here's a tweet from Yogi. 
that says Hamas uses Binance to collect money donations. This is an example of a transaction of $50,000 from a Hamas-owned address to a Binance wallet on Tron. And uh, Yogi is providing the tronscan.org uh, blockchain, block, bl blockchain explorer. Right, so he adds CZ, please block all accounts related to Hamas and help save innocent lives. Crypto newsletter writer Crypto Adamus also flagged the exchanges believed to host accounts linked to Hamas. And here's M. Crypto, crypto Adamus. Yeah, 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 Crypto Adamus. Hamas's official list of preferred cryptocurrency exchanges. Number one, Huobi. Number two, excuse me. Oh, I messed that up already. Number one, Pol Poloniex. Number two, Huobi. Number three, Binance. And number four, Bitfinex. Number five, Bittrex. And number six, uh, Sexio. Okay. And the founder, the co-founder of Crypto Alerts platform Charts Alerts, who tweets under the handle at DevChart, spotted someone on a group trying to capitalize on the tragedy. And here's a tweet that's uh, that's from Dev DevChart that says, "We deserve to go to zero. And yeah, I don't really want to read that. Kind of, I don't want to click on that. All right, continuing on. In other news that day, uh, analytics by Masari revealed a marked growth in transactions on Ethereum Layer 2s. And here's a screenshot from Masari. It says, L2 transactions account for 61% of all Ethereum transactions in Q3. The growth came largely from Base's explosive launch and the vir virality of Frentech. Over a brief period near the end of the quarter, Base alone was doing more transactions than Ethereum mainnet. Beautiful. All right. I'm still not on base. I don't plan on being on base, at least for the foreseeable future. I don't see any interest in it, at least not for me. But hey, if you like it, cool. Continuing on. Meanwhile, all price gains made by XRP following favorable court rulings and the SEC's ongoing lawsuit against Bitcoin's uh, pro progen progenitor. Hmm. Okay. Ripple have been wiped out, tweeted crypto enthusiast Bill Morgan. And there's a tweet from Bill. All right, continuing on, crypto's director uh, Connor Grogan pointed out that already that nearly half of all tethered USDT in circulation was minted by Alameda Research, the trading firm that was ostensibly a sister company to FTX, but in reality was directly controlled by the bankrupt exchange's disgraced former Sam, uh, former CEO Sam Bankman-Fried. Let's see here. Coinbase's director Connor Connor Grogan pointed out that nearly half of all tether, half of all tether, in circulation was minted by Alameda Research. Okay. First of all, I didn't know that. Hmm. I thought. I thought Circle was in charge of minting USDT. Interesting. I didn't know it was Alameda Research. Interesting. How do how, that's interesting. Anyways, continuing on. Um, mm, mm. The trading firm that was ostensibly a sister company to FTX, but in reality was directly controlled by the bankrupt exchange's disgraced former CEO Sam Bankman-Fried. And here's a tweet from Connor. On-chain data shows that Alameda was responsible for minting $39.55 billion of USDT, a number that is 47% of Tether's circulating supply today. A previous report by Proto Protoss 
estimated the, uh, the number at around $36.7 billion. I was able to update these figures with additional loss I found. All right, continuing on. Board Bitcoin analysts entertained themselves early in the week by attempting to peg the price of Bitcoin to hype over the comeback of the McRib, a much-loved limited rum pork burger that is periodically and temporarily reintroduced by McDonald's every so often. And here's a tweet from Zach Bowell. Here's a look. Here's a <laughs> here's a look back at how Bitcoin has reacted to the news that McDonald's McRib is back on the menu. They just announced it again last week, and you're bearish. <laughs> All right. Spotted a Dogecoin reference in the line of code on a Tesla webpage. No doubt CEO Elon Musk, a longtime Doge supporter and hodler, is behind it somehow. Here's a here's breaking news from Marty Party. Uh, Doge is the source code of Cybertruck. Check out the page. I verified myself. Elon Musk, verify yourself. I want to click on this. I want to see this. Let me check that out. I hope that they have the link to it. No, they didn't provide. No tweet. Uh, how how do you not provide the, the link to it, bro? Uh, how to verify? Install Brave Browser. Go to inspect on the page. Browse JS and common sources for Doge. It's there. Update more Doge. Proton Tesla. Codebase. Okay, I, I feel kind of feel kind of scammed on this one. Um, hmm. Dogecoin payment method bridge. Okay. Ah, interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Should I? Uh, uh, uh. Should I do that? What is this over here? Hmm. Tesla.com. Uh, I feel like I want to go through this whole thing. Uh, uh, okay, fine. Let's, um, what is it? Tesla, Tesla.com. Tesla.com. Tesla.com slash cyber. Cyber truck. Okay. Let's see what happens. And F12. Let's see that. Can you see that? Can you see that code? Okay. Let's see. Um, and then what? And then what? Hold on. Let's see. Boop, 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 boop. Um, oh, over here. JS source. JS source. Okay. I don't see no JS source. Where is the JS source? I don't see. I don't see. I don't see. Hmm. There it is, JS. Okay. And then what? Nothing there. Oh, hold on. Should be here somewhere, right? Right? Am I not? Am I not? Wait, how do you, uh, should be able to search, yeah? And then what? And then, uh, search for Doge. It's there. Okay, Doge. How do you search, though, bro? How do you search? I don't know how to search. I, I say, uh, let's see, Doge. Doge? Enter. No. No good. Uh, let's see here. Hello, how do I search for Doge? No, seriously, there's got to be a search up here, right? Somewhere? No? No? Yeah. 
care about. No. No dice. No dice. Reveal. Override. No. Uh, come on, bro. Okay, there's gotta be a way to see. Search. Uh, reveal. Oh, banded. Close. Override. This is hectic. Okay, I think that I'm not gonna be able to find it at this point. Uh, what, what about this one? Mm -hmm. I don't see here. It didn't run. Maybe somebody else has a better way to do it. Let me just look at updates. Mm, more Dogecoin found at Castle Coin Coinbase uh, payment uh, form of Dogecoin return crypto. Update. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so it's in there somewhere. Uh, I can't find it. Okay, so this. And how come? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, don't, 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 don't leave yet. Okay. Wanna open, open, open this up. Mm. Come on, Marty. Now open this up. What's up? Oh, because I have this open? What? Wait. Is this, is it really? Ugh. Forget it. Um, let me try one more time. Where's the search at, bro? I'm, this is annoying. I don't know what it is you search. What, what is this? What is this? No, nothing. Okay, this is nothing. There's no, 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 no search. There's no search. Doge search? No. Search. Search. Not available. It is not available. Why is that? Hmm. Okay, anyway, sorry. I gotta continue on. I'm just totally wasting a lot of time here. Alright, let's continue on. Okay. Ever wondered what people's reason are for getting to crypto? Economist uh, Paul, uh, John Paul Conan shared the results of a Fed survey asking people the same question. Oh, I just dropped my microphone. And I apologize, it is a loner microphone, but uh, we'll, we'll make it do. We're always going to try to make the best of this. All right, on Tuesday, a court cross-examined FTX co-founder Gary Wang in the trial against Sam Bankman-Fried for fraud and mishandling customer funds. Journalist Matthew Russell Lee shared some of it, uh, the juicy sound bites from the Twitter from the New York Southern District Court. Here's a tweet on Twitter. 
from Inner City Press saying, uh, Everdell uh, says, so CZ tweeted cause, uh, caused a runway on the bank at FTX? Question mark. AUSA says, objection. I always wanted to say that. Judge Kaplan responds, sustained. Everdell responds, CZ's tweet had an effect? Question mark. Wang responds, I'm not sure it was that or the leaked financials. Everdell responds, how much was withdrawn on November 6th? Question mark. Judge says, what are, what are you asking? So Everdell responds, how much was being withdrawn per hour on November 6th? Gary Wang, about $100 million an hour. $100 million an hour. Everdell responds, Sam asked you to calculate what was needed, including the Korean Friends account. Wang responds, we were down $8 billion. Wow. Wow. Bitcoin researcher Namcios responded an activist using blockchain to protest the detention of whistleblower Julian Assange. And here is a tweet from Namcios. It looks like over 200 Afghan war logs have now been for forever inscribed into Bitcoin. It seems to be an open and free mint so anyone can inscribe and to protest against the imprisonment of Julian Assange. Here is a tweet from Namco. An anonymous activist group is inscribing WikiLeaks Afghan war logs into the Bitcoin blockchain to, proto to protest Julian Assange's impri imprisonment. An unknown project, Spart Spartacus, has formed in an attempt to immortalize on Bitcoin, the thousands of Afghan warlocks published by Julian Assange. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's that's what I like about Bitcoin is that you have the freedom to do that. You know. All right, continuing on, we have speaking of whistleblowers. One of the for one former Alameda Research employee flagged the shockingly lax security he observed during his time there. And here's a tweet from Adi. Uh, those decisions allowed us to move at breathtaking speed. Developer velocity that would make any Silicon Valley software engineer shed tears of joy. However, the flip side of this trade-off was that we'd have a major security incident once every few months. Incident number one, an Alameda trader got fished while trying to complete a DeFi transaction by accidentally clicking a fake link that had been promoted to the top of the Google search results. It cost $100 million or more. Postmortem implemented extra checks on our internal wallet software. On Wednesday, Bloomberg ETF analyst Eric Balchunas poured over ARK Investments refilled, excuse me, poured over ARK Invest's refilled application. It should be investment. I'm pretty sure it's investment. Um, ref refiled application to the SEC for a Bitcoin spot exchange traded fund. He posted his observation in a small thread. And the highlighted part says assets with custodians are held in segregated accounts on the Bitcoin blah 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 com commingled with corporations or other customers. There's five extra pages in the S1, but the new stuff is sprinkled throughout like the two above EGs. So what does this mean? It means ARC got the SEC's comments and has dealt with what them all and now pull uh, put back uh, put put ball back in S what the heck does that sentence even mean? Let me read that again. It means ARC got the SEC's comments and has dealt with them all, and now put and now put Bob back in SEC's court. In my opinion, good sign, solid progress. Okay, continue on. On Friday, Tether CTO 
Paolo Arduino announced that he has taken over as the chief executive effective this December. Here's a tweet from Tether. Tether appoints Paolo Arduino, uh, Arduino uh, as CEO. When a crypto enthusiast Zach Voel words, words it like this, one begins to suspect that there's a magic money tree powering crypto exchange Nexo. Finally, reports surfaced on Thursday that collapsed crypto lender Genesis had again halted withdrawals. Genesis had begun to collapse around the same time last year due to its significant exposure to FTX. A few tweeters saw the uh, hilarity in another Genesis withdrawal freeze. This is a tweet on October 12, 2023 from Napgon. It says, Genesis just halted all withdrawals. Oh, snap. Insolvent? Question mark. Uh, Imp responds, haven't they been insolvent for like two years? <laughs> uh, crypto brokers, Genesis, halt withdrawals. Mm. You guys had withdrawals? <laughs> I love that. That's actually funny. Okay. <laughs> that same day, a new legal filing by Genesis proposes that FTX and affiliates can claim $175 million if they withdraw several of the debt claims against the lender that may total over a billion. The settlement order was approved by the court the previous week. All right, let's continue on. All right, so uh, this one's written by, oh, who was the one written by? I, I took so long that I don't even know who the last one was written by. It was uh, written by, that was actually a long one, wasn't it? That was, that was took a long time. That was written by Tim Maki. And again, uh, our news is provided by decrypt.co. All right, continuing on with the second news. This, w- this one's written by Alyssa Hertig. Compute anything on Bitcoin. What you need to know about BitVM. Now, I did actually go to the website and I did read BitVM. And uh, pretty much, this is all that you need to know about the white paper. Uh, Bitcoin is Turing complete in the sense that encoding fraud proofs in large tap trees allows to verify the execution of any program. A major constraint of the model outlined here is that it is limited to the two-party setting. Hopefully, this can be generalized in further works. Yes. All right. Let's go ahead and read that. Bitcoin took a leap this week. Bitcoin developer Robin Linus released a paper on Tuesday called BitVM, Compute Anything on Bitcoin, which I'm pretty sure that's the one I read here, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Which proposes a way to take advantage of more complicated smart contracts on Bitcoin than have been possible in the past. Smart contracts are essential computer code that runs applications on the blockchain network. Pseudonymous developer Super Testnet boldly proclaimed that this is probably the most exciting discovery in the history of Bitcoin scripts. Uh, here's a, yeah, let's continue on. Uh, better smart contracts is the same vein as the second largest cryptocurrency, Ethereum. L- has long been a Bitcoin holy grail. BitVM enabling similar functionality potentially enables developers to more easily build more complex applications than before, pushing Bitcoin forward. Though not everyone is convinced BitVM deserves the attention it's getting, and that's what I agree. It's, I don't think it's fully developed yet. They, I, uh, this is this should have stayed kind of on the back burner and just keep working on it, but it is what it is. It's here now. Let's talk about it. If it works, BitVM could have wide effects on what can uh, possibly be built on top of Bitcoin, and that is true. 
but we're not there yet. In the paper, Linus listed the side chains and ropes tech. That's all the rage in crypto these days as potential applications. Sidechains are networks that run parallel to blockchains while rollups bundle up transactions before ultimately be being reported on the main network. Both are used to help scale Bitcoin, uh, excuse me, help scale blockchain networks such as Ethereum, which typically can only handle a dozen or so transactions per second due to design limitations. But the most exciting application, Linus told Decrypt, he thinks it's scaling Bitcoin to millions of transactions for Bitcoin to become the most used currency on Earth. BitVM can run on Bitcoin today. Perhaps the most promising aspect of the proposal is that it works on Bitcoin today, not needing any software additions to Bitcoin, which are difficult to execute. Bitcoin's last software, Taproot, for instance, took years to put into place since developers had to test and make sure it worked correctly. Without getting too far into the weeds, BitVM introduces a way to execute smart contracts off-chain so all these computations don't clog up Bitcoin's limited space on Bitcoin's base layer. It can only handle, handle roughly a maximum of 4 megabytes of data a minute. That's not a lot. As long as both parties collaborate, they can perform arbitrary, complex, stateful off-chain computations without leaving any trace in the chain. On-chain executions is required only in case of dispute, the paper explains in abstract, since this works similar similarly to the Lightning Network, w widely trumped uh, as the future of Bitcoin payments, since it also uses an off-chain mechanism to scale Bitcoin transactions. Huge future design. Though there's a lot of excitement around the new idea, the paper has been met with some skepticism for Bitcoin developers as well. Among other technical spar sparring, one criticism is that even though computations are done off-chain, verification on-chain could still have a hefty overhead. The BitVM proposal says it won't add a ton of volume to the network, which could cause gas fees to spike like they did when ordinal surged in popularity. But others also pointed out that the proposal requires a lot of interacti interactive interactivity between the two parties, something that developers try to get around as much as they can. But Linus thinks these problems can be solved with time, the paper. It was intended to describe the idea in simple terms, spark interest in the community, and it is not a full solution yet, Linus told Decrypt. However, the paradigm enables a huge novel design space, he added, and I think it is quite likely that, we'll <coughs> that we do find complete solutions soon. And boom, and that's where I'm agreeing at as well. You know, it's not there yet, but you know what? The idea is finally out there, and we can start working on developing some some um, upgrades to that. Okay. Next news article is written by Andrew Asmakov. Trezor launches new hardware wallets, metal seed backups for crypto beginners. Hardware wallet provider Trezor has just unveiled a trio of new products aimed at assisting enthusiasts self-custody uh, self their cryptocurrencies. The new product lineup features the Trezor Safe 3 hardware wallet, the Trezor Keep Metal Recovery Seed Backup, and a limited edition Trezor Safe 3 Bitcoin-only wallet. Despite the obvious wisdom of not your keys, not your crypto, just 2% of the 420 million global cryptocurrency users 
practice self-custody while most use centralized exchanges and hot wallets. Treasurer CEO Matej Zak told Decrypt clearly, there is a need to educate users on how to safely store their digital assets and provide them with user-friendly products that, had a, that have a straightforward onboarding process. Treasure Safe 3. The Treasure Safe 3 hardware wallet is designed to cater to a wide range of individuals entering the cryptocurrency space, supporting Bitcoin, Ethereum, as well as over 7,000 other cryptocurrencies. The Seek Looking device integrates with the Treasure Suite desktop app to assist users with a variety of operations. One of the standout features of the Treasure Safe 3 is the inclusion of a secure element, a tamper-resistant hardware component that offers added protection against physical attacks. In the unfortunate event of a lost or stolen device, users can still safeguard their assets with a strong passphrase stored outside the wallet. The launch of Treasure Safe is primarily targeted at new entrants to crypto who anticipate will triple the adoption of crypto during the next bull run, said Zuck. The Czech-based hardware manufacturer also revealed that it is collaborating with the third-party secure element vendor for Treasure Safe 3, meaning it can publish any potential vulnerabilities about the wallet it discovers. Treasure Keep Metal The Treasure Keep Metal is designed to protect one of the most critical elements in a crypto portfolio, the recovery seed. The unique string of words is generated during the initial setup of a Treasure device as well as most other crypto wallets, and serves as one of the lifelines to restore access to a wallet in case of a lost or stolen hardware wallet. It's thus key, it, it's thus key to keep the seed phrase safe. Ironically, paper and a pencil are surprisingly durable and can last a long time, but they are vulnerable to risk like fire, water, and other environmental factors. Metal surpasses paper in terms of longevity, and metal backups come in various shapes and sizes, usually constructed from materials like stainless steel or titanium. These metals are capable of withstanding challenges such as house fires, impacts from pro pro projectiles, corrosion, and more, providing a high level of protection for your recovery seed. Made from aerospace grade stainless, uh, er made from aerospace grade s yeah, stainless steel, the treasure keep metal it is resistant to corrosion and features a watertight seal ensuring protections against fire, water assets, and impacts. Events over the last year or so have demonstrated the risk people are taking when they entrust the custody of the cryptocurrencies to centralized exchanges, said Trezor CEO. Time and again, we've seen the reality of not your keys, not your coins play out. Without prediction indicating the number of crypto users worldwide could reach nearly a billion people by 2027. Zuck also believes that Bitcoin and wider cryptocurrency sector is no longer a niche interest, meaning security aspects become become of paramount importance. Treasure Keep Metal supports both 12 words and 24 word standard backups and is also compatible with a Shamir backup. A security standard that allows users to create multiple unique recovery shares to back up their private keys. Treasure Safe 3 Bitcoin only. In celebration of its 10 year anniversary, which is marked this year, Treasure is also launching a limited edition Treasure, 3, Treasure Safe 3 Bitcoin only. As the name suggests, the, this hardware wallet exclusively supports Bitcoin 
paying homage to, to the cryptocurrency that started it all. Encased in the iconic Bitcoin orange, this limited edition release is limited to 2,013 units. With each device retailing for 79 euros, Treasure will also contribute 21 euros from each sale to support the Treasure Academy, a Bitcoin education initiative aimed at empowering individuals in underprivileged and mar marginalized communities. We understand that self-custody can be intimidating, especially for newcomers. That's why we have designed the new wallets and backup solutions with beginners in mind, said Zuck, adding that with a Treasure Safe hardware wallet and the new Treasure Suite desktop and mobile app, managing your crypto assets is now easier than ever. Available for pre-order, the Treasure Safe 3, the Treasure Keep Metal, and the Treasure Safe 3 Bitcoin only will be shipped in mid-November. Alright, let's read our last news of the day, and this one's written by Pedro Solimano. Venezuela offers unique crypto utility amid hyperinflation. Report. Hyperinflation and authoritarianism, I can't say that word, whatever, has constantly placed Venezuela in the sweet spot for a national cryptocurrency model. Whether for protection from its from its collapsing boulevard or to escape Nicolas Maduro's strict regime, tech pundits are constantly touting the country as the best case scenario for mainstream Bitcoin and digital asset adoption. But according to recent reports from Chainalysis, Venezuela ranked fifth for total crypto value received in the Latin America region and does not and doesn't even place in the top twenty worldwide. What's going on? The latest report installment for the 2023 Global Cryptocurrency Adoption Index focused on Latin America. In it, Venezuela was the was in the spotlight for its unique crypto utility, highlighting the uh, aforementioned political situation along with the nationals along with the nation's well-known rampant inflation. For Javier Bastardo, Bastardo, organizer of Satoshi in Venezuela, the largest grassroots Bitcoin group in the country and Bitfinex's Bitcoin ambassador to Latin America. These numbers don't really surprise him. He pointed to a uh, to a reality that Bitcoiners might not want to read. Venezuelans are more interested in the global reserve currency. People want access to dollars, he told Gcrypt, explaining that for years the country has been moving towards a de facto dollarized economy internally. Bastardo added that the narrative that hyperinflated countries will move to Bitcoin out of the necessity is simply not true. In fact, he found people are more likely to use stablecoins before the top cryptocurrencies. That said, Bastardo pointed out that stablecoins are likely only used as an in-between in Venezuela quest for real U.S. dollars. His view resonated with the with that of Kevin Hernandez, also known as Kevin Negocios, who is the founder of Venezuelan media outlet Crypto Crypto Demia, and, and author of My First Days in Bitcoin. Venezuelans don't really want cryptocurrencies per se, he told Gcrypt, but rather they are looking for access to dollars. Hernandez added that actual economic uncertainty plaguing the country only puts the demand on products with less friction, such as Zenly, which grants easy access to dollars. Chainalysis pointed to a second factor that should drive the Venezuelan crypto economy, its authoritarian rule. The crypto use 
case most unique to Venezuela is in how it can enable citizens to resist the oppression of the Maduro regime, the report states. Interviewing oppression leader Leopoldo Lopez, who has highly touted the technology's use case and specific examples in the recent past. Lopez spoke about the about using crypto to provide financial aid for 65,000 doctors during COVID-19 pandemics and how digital assets have served as a tool of resistance for the regime. Both Bastardo and Hernandez hinted that this was a half-truth. They agreed that crypto is an alternative to an e economy controlled with an iron fist, as Hernandez told Ucrypt, but its usage by the, popular, uh, by the population is minor. Once again, they said people are just looking for dollars. To emphasize the point, Bastardo mentioned that 92.5% of people stated in Chainalysis report that the use centralized exchanges to access crypto. It might be counterintuitive, he told Ukrip, but people just want something easy where they can help, where they can hop to dollars. The dizzying 92.5% is part of another startling find in Chainalysis' latest report that Latin America is dominated by centralized exchanges with more than 60% of people using it versus a 48% average worldwide. Jasmine Jorquera, Chief Operations Officer for Buda.com, an exchange that operates in Argentina, Chile, Colombia, and Peru, isn't really surprised at the, uh, by these numbers. They offer an easy and simple experience, better liquidity, and just have an overall trust factor that can't be overlooked, she told Ucrypt. She pointed to general criminality in, con in the con continent and that there's a risk to using platforms like peer-to-peer. Jorquera added, people don't want to walk around with a bunch of cash. The letter points directly to Venezuela, a country that has seen citizens was use wads of cash to pay, off to pay for coffee. Mexico is one of the exceptions to the, to the regional dominance of centralized exchanges, falling a couple of percentage points below the global average. The founder of the Bitcoin Embassy Bar in Mexico City and community master uh, for Fedi, Lorena Ortiz, explained that the nation has a booming tech scene, savvy youth, and many different platforms that service the country. As for why Latin America overly used centralized exchanges, Ortiz told, told Decrypt it's two-pronged. The simplicity of it drives a lot of usage, she said. And the second is crypto's tax framework. Since much of the industry is unregulated, we don't pay as much tax as other parts of the world, she concluded. That means most Latin Americans don't really mind using decentralized platforms. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is it. Again, your two honorable mentions are you can buy Taylor Swift movie tickets with Bitcoin, Dogecoin, and SHIB, and a MetaMask crypto wallet briefly pulled from Apple App Store. All right, with that said, Cryptonauts, we are done for now. So with that said, I will catch you on my final episode for, like I said, for an extended period of time. I do plan on coming back, hopefully sooner than later. But uh, yeah, that's going to be in a couple of days. So with that said, stack sets and huddle. Adios.